The Silver Screen Scream Show is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. With that being said, enjoy the show. Welcome to my Welcome back to another episode of the Silver Screen Scream Show. My name is Kirby. And my name is Jesse. And how are you doing, you sexy bitch? I'm doing good, you little (laughs) slut. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, uh, we are recording for a second time. We had Bailey from We Came From Beneath the Sea and recorded 40 minutes of the episode and uh, found out none of his voice was being recorded yes and, and it sucked it sucks we were, so bad because uh, he it's is a shame because so... we were having a good conversation yes. and he's a cool dude yes and we're gonna yes. have him on this show we are gonna get it right next time yes yeah yes. he was he was really cool uh i really enjoyed having him on here and i can't wait to get all that this crap fixed so we can have him on and have a good show and stuff and be recording you know what i mean yes all right, Jesse. Well, we'll go ahead and go over our free T-shirt contest. Okay. Uh, like I said before, not many people entered into this contest. So people that are listening, shame on you, you yes. bitches. Assholes. This is not okay. Not you okay. Need to enter. This is a free T-shirt. This T-shirt, this brand, is as fucking cool as Supreme. That yes. brand. This is just as expensive and high quality as supreme is yeah and you all just didn't enter in like i'm just disappointed but for the very few people that did enter in there is a winner and it is tristan griffith tristan Um, you know he's my best friend and uh you know, I didn't cheat because, uh, you know, there was only him, his fiance, some family members, and then like a couple other people. And uh, somehow, you know, with such a small little thing, his name did pop up. So congratulations, Tristan. You fucking won. You are awesome. Woo! All right. Whoa, 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 <laughs> uh, Jesse, I w- or not Jesse, Tristan, I will get that T-shirt uh, shipped in and just hand it to you in person since we're yeah. only 15 minutes away from each other. And I hope yes. you enjoy the shirt and thank you for listening to every episode and supporting us. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. For those that are listening, this dude is, uh, he's such a cool dude. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, he will be on the podcast. We are actually doing yes. a bonus episode of the resident evil three remake review. Uh, completing that. Jesse will not be a part of it. Uh, he's kind of an old man when it comes to gaming. He plays some, uh, but he, he just doesn't do it. <laughs> but, oh my gosh. Uh, we will go over the question of the week. Uh, the question of the week was, um, what are some scary stories that you've experienced in your life? And I will go over uh, some answers here. Um, Bailey from We Came From Beneath the Sea let me see his response to that. Uh, he had a really interesting story when we were recording and it didn't even show up. So 
daggone it technology why do you got to do this but i will read his tweet that is short and sweet to the point uh it says i live less than 10 minutes from a house where a girl was tortured and killed in the 1960s her name was sylvia likens uh and they apparently wrote a book about the whole ordeal uh it was pretty big deal over there and yeah that is very um you know very horrific um no one wants that to happen in their life. Yeah, you know, you I watch mean, movies and you sit there and love, I love watching this type of stuff, but when it happens in real life, it definitely gives you, uh, it's definitely scary. It is, yeah. does not give you a good feeling. Yeah. Especially uh, if you're so, so close to home with it and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. And, uh, what we explained is me and Jesse actually live, uh, in a house, well, we don't live in a, we live in a house, but Charles Manson <laughs> lived in, <laughs> Charles Manson as a kid lived in a house, uh, in Ashland, Kentucky near, uh, Central Park. So that is a nice little tip. And Bailey said that he actually, uh, lived near his hometown as well. So that is interesting as well. And, uh, another question, uh, another answer was from Tristan. Uh, he actually had, a prank call, but he didn't know it was a prank call and it was a huge ordeal. Uh, he said a, he received a phone call from a girl that basically was talking like they were together and he was eating dinner with his, uh, fiance, his fiance, he just looked at his fiance like, uh, what? And then his fiance received a call from the strange man saying that he heard it was her birthday and he did this creepy laugh. And then he said that he can see them and they hung up, hid in the house until one thirty in the morning. And, uh, you know, that is terrifying. He called me in the middle of the night. I didn't answer cause I was asleep cause I had to work the next day. And, uh, you know, I eventually asked him and he was like, yeah, this, uh, this happened. And it was eventually just a prank call from his stepsister. And if that happened to me, I'd probably choke her out. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. I would, she would get stone out. cold stunned for sure. Yeah, definitely. But those are the questions of the week. Woo -woo. And I guess now it's time to go to the news. I met him 15 years ago. I, I was told there was nothing left. Did you really put her liver in the mailbox? Because I heard that they found her liver in the mailbox. That was her in her pants. The blackest diet. Never alone. The devil's eye. All right, Jesse. Well, the piece of news that I have found, uh, House of Wax has turned 15 years old this year, actually this past week. Um, Who doesn't we love continue. Paris Hill? <laughs> Paris Hill is a little slut. And you know Todd Michael Murray <laughs> is sexy as hell. And Jared Padalecki is... He's okay. Uh, uh, he's really good, actually. I'm just joking. He's good. But, uh, <laughs> House of Wax, uh, we will continue talking about that in the main topic of this video because it may be in one of our lists. So yeah. we'll just we'll get back to this. Yeah. <laughs> um, another piece of news here. Um, Sony and Sam Raimi uh, actually are working together with John Krasinski from A Quiet Place. I believe it's John Krasinski or because I believe he wrote A Quiet Place. So it just says The Quiet Place writers. Um, so I believe it was him. Might have been someone else. It just says the writers. I'm assuming it's John Krasinski. But they're working on an untitled original sci-fi thriller, which I think is going to be incredible. I love Sam Raimi. I love John Krasinski. And Sony, 
is not that bad. So we'll just have to wait and see. And I believe that is all the news. Okay. So we'll just go ahead and go to our main topic. Yes. And we are going to be talking about our top five favorite horror remakes top ever. Five, top five, top, top five, top five, top five, top five. Okay. Okay. So as we were singing <laughs> terribly... Uh, yes. And you you now know what it is about because we did that cool intro yes. uh, with our voice. Yes. And we're going to be listing our top five favorite horror, make, horror remakes, not horror makes. <laughs> and uh, uh, this is not the quality of this movies. These movies, some yes. of them are bad. Oh, terrible. We know. Downright trash. We still love watching these movies. So do not kill us and tell us we are wrong. Or do, and that's okay with us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you just kill me, my son won't have a dad and he'll oh, grow okay, up. Oh, okay, never mind. Oh, my God, Chris. <laughs> no, to take, you just took a dark really turn. dark, didn't it? <laughs> that got really dark. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, right. man. He'd grow up to be like Batman or something. You know what I mean? Okay, Chris, too Batman. far. All right. Okay. Shall we start with honorable mentions? Let's start with honorable mentions. Okay. And I will go ahead and list, uh, well, because Bailey couldn't reach yeah, the episode. Uh, I'm going to so do sad. his honorable honorable mentions and his top five because yes, they are so good. Okay. Um, his honorable mentions was The Thing from 1982. And he explained why he put it there. It would have been his top five. But when he listened to Dead Meat Podcast this week, um, they were trying to explain, trying to see what would be considered a remake. And the thing kind of falls in that under like that, that line where it's like, could be a remake, but then again, it's kind of like its own thing, which is very true. Uh, he also had Texas chainsaw massacre from 2003, which is hella good. I love that remake. One of the best, it is one of the best remakes of all time, considering uh, after, like in the 2000s, that is definitely one of the best remakes they've made. And then he had um, Prom Night from 2008, I believe is when it came out. And then he had um, Amityville from 2005, which is also a good remake. And every time I talk about Amityville, I will just say, I am not gay. I'm married, but Ryan Reynolds, and I will leave it at that. (laughs) Well, I am gay, and I will tell you right now, oh, he could thrash me and throw me in a rock, Corey. Oh, my God, Jesse. (laughs) Sorry. Get out of my office (laughs) now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, okay, okay. Well, when you see him with his sweat and his abs, you're just like. You're just like. (laughs) All right. You're just like, Ryan Reynolds, quit it. Quit turning me to this. I'm like, murder me. (laughs) (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, Ryan Reynolds did really good. I thought he was awesome in that. the movie was awesome. So I will talk more about that in my list because it is in my top five. And uh, he had Wolfman from, I can't, I don't know when that came out, but Wolfman, uh, the remake, I believe it was in 2010. I think that's what, when it came out. But uh, Wolfman, he had as an honorable mention. And his top five, his number five was My Bloody Valentine, yes. which is incredible. I love that remake. No matter what people say, 
It is good. good, and I don't yeah. care what people have to say about that. Nope. Don't it care. It's good, damn it. It's good. And his number four, ooh, surprisingly, 13 Ghosts. He loved 13 <sighs> Ghosts. I know Jesse loves uh, I love 13, 13 Ghosts. ghosts. Uh, and I, I can watch 13 Ghosts. I will just say that. I can watch it because I love Matthew Lillard. It's so good. Uh, which, for the longest time, I didn't even know was a remake. I just thought that was the original film. But that's just me being ignorant. So, whatever. That's okay. uh, his number three was The Blob from 1988, uh, which is a very good movie. I haven't seen it in a while. I haven't seen it since high school. I haven't I seen it, it at all. Uh, I think I saw it on AMC. Yeah, you haven't no. seen it. And I told nope. you, uh, imagine you sitting on a couch. Ah. That is in fact the blob <laughs> uh, 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 true so true so true that is the blob and uh when you see me uh taking a bath that is also the blob oh you nasty ass okay anyway <laughs> uh there's a video uh of china uh, uh, me and china went to the beach last year mm-hmm. i got really drunk and took a bath and she oh, gave yeah. me ham did you see that video yeah. she, see, oh she my took God, a video Chris. of me eating ham in the bathtub that is, that is so in weird fact, the blob. i don't even don't even know why you did that <laughs> oh <my laughs> i didn't even know she was recording me i was so fucking sloshed anyways oh my god uh, number two was evil dead in 2013 which is oh my god, so fucking good! It is I've in my top five. You need to see it, Jesse. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you got so like, quiet. Oh you were like, <laughs> "I'm gonna add cricket noises if I have you time." Should, yeah, please do. Try, try to do that. <laughs> and his number one is Friday the Thirteenth remake from I knew 2009. It. I knew and it was I, gonna be one of us. I knew it was uh, gonna be one of us. I love that remake. Uh, it's and it is good. It is mm-hmm. so good. I love it. It is exactly what you would mm-hmm. want in a Friday the 13th no, movie. Like, it really. does everything. No, no. Not what, okay. Maybe what does it not do? What it does, does it not do for you? The original plan, like the first film did. Okay, let's see here. Um, Tell me. The original killer, Jason's mother. Okay. Uh, that happens in the remake, dies in the very beginning. And then part two, Baghead Jason. It's in the remake as well. And then he finds the hockey mask. It is literally the first three movies into one package. Jesse. <sighs> okay, Chris. Okay. Okay. It is okay. good. Damn it. All right. <laughs> oh my God. And there's also a 15 minute sex scene in it. Okay. Oh yeah, there is. That was so awkward. Yeah, that is actually the one part where I was like, why does it have to be 15 minutes? That is yeah. way too long. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, when the tits are juicy, dude, uh, <laughs> you just got to have it on there, I guess, because that's what the guy says. He says that, like, who calls a girl he's having sex with, dude? He's like, your tits are so juicy, dude. Oh, my God. That is the cringiest thing that I've ever heard. cringy. So oh, cringy. Oh, God. Anyways, that is a good top five, Bailey. And I, uh, you know, I'm sorry you couldn't be in the episode, but we will have um, you on here. That yes. is a promise. That is a promise. I will, I will drive to your house and record it if I have to. Where is he from? Just kidding. Uh shit. I don't I don't know where he's from exactly. Sure, I can't you could remember. be driving to friggin' Brazil for all you know. Well, he's from the East Coast. I know we talked oh, about okay. that, but I can't remember right. where uh what state he lives in. But okay. uh, I'll just call him up and fly my private jet over there because I'm actually yeah. rich. So. Oh, me too. Yeah. 
in my dreams. But oh my <laughs> let's okay. go ahead and go over. Uh, let's go ahead and do our top five. We have some honorable mentions. Uh, and we'll just but, mention them as we go. Yeah. yeah. I'll just say okay. one of my honorable mentions, because I don't count as a remake, is Stephen King's It from 2017 and 2019. Uh, I love those movies. 2017 It was my is my all-time favorite horror film ever. So that is an honorable mention, but I don't classify it as a remake. I consider it a retelling and its own thing. So there we go. So uh, what's your number five, Jesse? My number five is When a Stranger Calls from 2006. Um, mm. It's it's pretty good. I love that movie. It was cringeworthy. Uh, the original, it matches up to the original. The original was scary. The first, the second one was as scary. I think the original, original was more suspenseful. But I mean, you know, all in all, pretty good movie. It is. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy it. Uh, that is an honorable mention for me too. I love it. Uh, that famous line. Uh, I remember as a kid watching the trailer. Uh, have you checked the children? And, yeah. Have you checked the children? That part was suspenseful. And then at the very end where the cops like, it's coming from inside the house. The call's coming from inside the house. That made my chest hurt. Every time and I watched that your trailer, chest hurt. <laughs> I was oh, like, Oh my gosh. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It is a very good film. Uh, the main character is stupid. She yeah. is the biggest oblivious idiot. Yeah. She's so dumb, but I still love it. You know, it's a good movie. Um, my number five is actually house of wax. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh. No, so many people talk crap about that movie, but I love it. It's so uh, worthy Deftones, to watch. Yes. It is. It's a fun movie. I, you know, Paris Hilton is trash, but she had the coolest death. I loved her death. I love her. Um, yeah, that was an, in, that was a very cool death. And I love Jared Padalecki. He was great. Uh, Disturbed and Deftones is in there. You know, you get that uh, 2000s hard rock in there and you just listen to it. And you're like, when I was a kid, I was like, hell yeah, this is my type of movie. And, you know. A lot of people nowadays are like, that's kind of cringy in early 2000s. But still to this day, I watch it and I'm like, hell yeah, that's my type of movie. Exactly. exactly. And I love it. It's a fun ride. I haven't seen the original House of Wax, so maybe that could change my mind later on. But uh, this House of Wax is a good film. Yes. I know it's a remake, but it is a good, good movie. Yes. All right, Jesse. My number four is The Hills Have Eyes from 2006. Uh, mm -hmm. does it match up to the original? I think for me, it's better than the original. That's just me though. Yes. I mean, I know Wes Craven done the first one. I just, I don't know. It was, it's so different. Technology made a difference for this movie in the 21st century is what I'm saying here. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So yeah, that, I, I really enjoy this movie. I don't like family angles. You know that I don't like mm. when there's a group of families that get murdered. I like random people that are just friends or whatever. Um, so yeah, I thought the movie was really great. So that's one of my, one of my five top five remakes. Definitely. Yeah, it is really good. It is a very bloody movie. And, mm -hmm. uh, the ending was just so crazy. Mm -hmm. That guy in the wheelchair singing yep. the national anthem. I love that scene. I think that is so cool. Yep. And, uh, it is definitely a good remake. I do like Wes Craven's, uh, Hills Have Eyes, but you know, this remake was a good remake. I think when it comes to remakes, 
it definitely does it justice. It did, for sure. Um, My number four is, like we said before, Amityville Horror. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. I mean... So hot. So good. So scary. Ryan, Ryan fucking Reynolds, Jesse. Just marry <laughs> me. Uh, gosh. Like, can I just... can? Can I just feel your abs? No. Like, let me just touch them once, and then, you know, everything can go back to the way it was. <laughs> <laughs> Life can go back to normal. Just let me try one time. No. Yes. Uh, it is a, it's, a, it's a solid remake. Like I said before, I remember us being as kids. Uh, we were kids, and you all went came to my house, and uh, my mom was babysitting you all, and we all sat down in the floor and watched it. And I loved it. I was scared of it, but I had such a love for that movie. It just, it was so, it was good. I don't know. It just it had that, an energy to it that I really cared uh-huh. about. I cared yep. about this movie so much. I bought a DVD copy of it for my PSP. So a PSP cartridge of the Amityville horror remake. Oh uh, so I could God. take it everywhere, which people were like, what's a PSP? And I'm just like, Oh my God, it's a PlayStation like, portable people. Like, I know they're like, what's that? I don't know what that is. Oh my gosh. That's oh uh, gosh. We're getting old. Um, I'm going to be 24 this month. And I will oh. be 22. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> You'll I'll be, be 45. No, I'll, I'm be, just kidding. Shut up. I'll be 26. Yeah. No, oh, I'm just man. Again. I'll be 27. Quit, Jesse, quit fucking lying. I was about to say, I'm 23 years older than me, and I just completely was oblivious to what year you said. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Anyways. So, moving on to number three. Three, three, three. Okay. So, my third is uh, The Town That Dreaded Sundown, which came out in 2014. I know earlier, Chris, you said you've never seen this movie. You need to watch. Not If you don't want to watch the original, you can watch this the remake because they do the remake exactly as the original. Like, there's nothing different. They didn't go do nothing different. New, new with it. They literally took it, stripped it, replaced it with new technology. That's what all they did to it. Um, it's based on a true story, based on true murders that happened in Texarkana, which is the border, a town that borders Texas and Arkansas, and it's a town called Texarkana. Uh, they never mm. the, the murders went unsolved. It was in the forties, um, but they kind of bring it to a present day in the film. So, I mean, it, it, it makes sense though. But I mean, this killer literally scared this whole town, and they literally had to have curfew. They literally like not like everything was up. This guy wore a a hay uh, a hay. Um, the thing that Jason wore in part two, whatever that is. Yeah. Like a little haystack. And he cut holes out of it. That's how he, and he dressed in a farmer's outfit and killed people um, from, by shooting them and stabbing them, things like that. Um, So this was a real thing. He never was caught. And um, yeah, so you definitely got to watch it. It's on, I believe it's on Netflix, Chris, or Amazon Prime. Yeah, you'll have to watch it. It's good. It's a good slasher. It really is. Yeah, um, when you first said that movie, I was like, I've n- I don't even know what this is. I've never even heard of this title oh, and I didn't yeah. even know it had a remake. So yeah, that just yeah, yeah. it blew and my the mind. The old one is just as good. I mean, honestly, either one, really. I mean, I prefer the original to the re- I mean, I prefer either or really actually. So, yeah. anyways, what's your number 3? My number 3 is Friday the 13th. Oh, trash. From 2009. Oh, trash. No, it is not. God Derek Mears oh my gosh. is awesome. 
Chris, Chris, Chris. <laughs> we, Chris. in the first recording, I'll go ahead and let the listeners know. I tried, I'm, I've been trying to oh get him, gosh. get an interview with him uh, for the podcast. And I called his manager, left him a voicemail. And then I emailed uh, Derek Mears as well. And I uh, haven't received a reply yet, which of course he's busy, but I don't think he's, you know, interested at the moment. But literally that same day after I did that already, uh, I saw a tweet from him saying he knows more podcasters than he does uh, anyone else or anything. And I just, I just started dying laughing. I was like, oh man, I was like, <laughs> he was probably talking about oh. you, Chris. <laughs> he probably was. He probably received an email and he's like, oh my God, leave me alone, people. Like, I love it. But he is my, he is my, him and Kane Hodder are my favorite Jasons. I love them. The way he moved in the Friday the 13th remake was terrifying. Uh, and I don't know, just something about him scared me to death with him. Uh, so I really loved Friday the 13th remake. It had a, you know, it had everything I wanted in a Friday the 13th film, just up to date. And I love that. Uh, the kills were great. It was gruesome. Jason was smart and uh, he was really fast and, you know, just, it was all around fantastic. Oh, also speaking of that tweet, uh, Dead in Santa Carla replied to it after that tweet and they were also like, love to have you on the pod. And I was just like, <laughs> that's funny because both of us are trying to get an interview with them. Literally. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, everyone, you know, I'll go ahead and, and say you all need to listen to them, too, because they crack me the hell up. But, uh, yeah, it's just funny listening, seeing that tweet. And maybe one day one of us will get, you know, get an interview with him because I'd love to just hear what he has to say because he's an interesting guy. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So well, what's your number two, Jesse? Number two is the 2009's The Last House on the Left. So, Ooh. yes, this movie was, uh, the original to this movie was, eh, it was okay. Um, I Oh my God, Jesse, do yeah, you know I, who made yeah, the original? I, yeah, the same guy that made The Hills Have Eyes. I know. Uh, I mean, I it wasn't to me. It wasn't one of his. I just didn't necessarily enjoy it as much as I should have. Now the remake, I just think like again, technology. It was different. It was they could they were able to convey it a lot better. Um, so to me, this movie freaked me out. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like when she, the rape scene in this movie was awful, so graphic. I mean, yeah downright awful 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 oh so messed up so messed up and then when she comes back and she's all trying to get on the porch and like she's using the rocking chair to like have her parents come outside and then they come outside and they see her and then she's all like you know out of it and then her parents go cray cray on them like totally like obliterate those people you know what i'm saying i just yeah. like <laughs> this that movie was such a good remake and i just wish west craven i love the movie he did don't get me wrong i thought it was a good movie i just prefer i like i said the like before when it came to uh when a, not when a stranger calls uh the town that dreaded sundown i kind of i don't know i just like the remakes better than the you know original just because they you know i believe in <laughs> you know hopefully someone corrects me if i'm wrong but i do believe the last house on the left was Wes Craven's first feature film. 
Mm-hmm. Is it his first one? Uh-huh. Let me yep. check real quick. I'm going to check. Don't worry. Pause for a brief intermission. Yeah. As we check a fact check, because we are the world, we were calling Anthony. Uh, last house on the left. Yeah. Yeah. La- sorry. Last, last week we were calling Anthony Perkins. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. So, <laughs> I'm silent yeah. for the lamb. So, you know, you we have to, we, we've had to fact check ourselves. That was two episodes ago. See, oh, we're not it? even giving our oh own episodes gosh. correctly. I can't do this. Uh, <laughs> we are terrible. We really are. It's fine. Okay. But yeah, I remember I was like, uh, did you know A Nightmare on Elm Street was Wes Craven's first movie? I said that in an episode and then remembered. I was like, oh, no, that is. Not correct. Yeah. Uh, gosh, we'll <laughs> I be meant okay. to say that it was Johnny Depp's first movie. We'll be okay. Uh, which it's is, fine. that is true. And, uh, you know, we say, we slip up and say things like Norman Beans, which <laughs> I want to make a <laughs> t-shirt of that. that. Please do. Please do. Okay. What is your That'd number awesome. two, two, two? Number two, 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 which, you know, is one of Riley, uh, one of Bailey's honorable mentions, The Thing. I... Love the thing, uh, whether you consider it a remake or not. Uh, during the time as I made this list, I considered it a remake. Uh, the thing is my dad's favorite horror film. He loves it. And I haven't, I didn't watch it until I was in eighth grade and I was scrolling through some DVDs and I was like, what's the thing? And he was like, you've never seen the thing. I was like, no. And he was like, it is the best movie ever. And I was like, false, but I'll give it a try. <laughs> so he popped it in and oh my God, it is such a good film, man. Like the, you know, the practical effects, the some of the best practical effects ever, even to this day, the practical effects on this movie are just incredible. Uh, you know, John Carpenter, a legend. Uh, fuck the cast in it was just incredible. I loved the cast in it. Uh, it was just such a fun movie and it was very, very tense. Uh, you know, you get that, that feeling like you're just trapped with this, this fucking alien. And you're like, which one of us is it? And you, you just, it's scary. I love it. It is good. It is. So, here we go. Are you ready with our top number one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's yeah. your number one? Yeah. Okay. So, before I say my number one, I'll give you my honorable mention. My honorable mention is Black Christmas, uh, the two thousand and believe it was fourteen. No, two thousand six. No, two thousand six. I was like, ew, God, don't say that. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, I'm take it back, check. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Uh, Black Christmas, Black Christmas, 2006. Okay, so 2006, uh, honorable mention, didn't make the list, uh, but worthy to watch. It freaked me out because I explained yes. this earlier. Uh, there was a scene where they're trying to, they're texting, they're calling the number back, and then the phone starts buzzing above them, and then they look up, and the guy's eyes looking right at them. It freaked me out. Is it as good as the original? Mm-hmm. It's just about as good as the original. Original was good. I like the original. I actually oh, yeah. I watched it. It was really good. Uh, except the difference is, is the guy was in a door a door frame whenever the girl looked up and seen him, and I was like, Ooh! so overall, good movie. 
on both ends. Both of them are are good movies. So I love that candy cane kill in the yes, remake. Yes, that, well. was, a good, like, that was, was a good. That was a good really one. good. Yeah. So uh, with that being said, my uh, favorite remake is uh, 2006, and it, it features Mia Farrow. And if you don't know who that is, Rosemary's Baby, main character, mm-hmm. and Julia Stiles, Save the Last Dance. It is the 2006 movie, The Omen. This oh, is my yes. yes. This is my favorite remake. Favorite it remake. It's a good remake. It is. I like it, the Omen. It freaked me out. It also has the guy. The it also has Cotton Weary from Scream as the main character, also in this film. And uh, I loved this film. I thought it was just as good. It freaked me the hell out. They're supposed to be redoing it. Um, so I mean. They Overall, could make a really scary oh, yeah. omen film My if they made with, a new one. With this movie was when he was having his party and he looked over at this dog and it was this black, scary ass German shepherd, jackal looking thing. And that was supposed to be portraying the devil. And then the nanny comes over and is like, Damien, and then jumps off the freaking house <clears throat> and completely str- strangles herself, snaps her neck, whatever. Um, Overall, it was just good. It was just like the original, you know. And uh, even the original, I've never seen the originals. You need. You told Chris, me I need to watch them. Yes. I know. Even the. I mean, even the sequels to the original one. That ones that came out two, three, and four are are good too. They're all good movies. Those are the a couple of sequels that actually aren't uh, that bad. So yeah, that's my number yeah. one. It, the <laughs> Omen is really good, and uh, you know. Yeah, I have a. I remember watching it the for the first time that remake uh, at your house actually. Oh really? And it it really freaked me out. Yeah. Um, well, I guess yeah. I will go over my number one. Okay, uh, I'm ready. And I will, you know, it's probably I have it in my top ten films of all time. Uh, Evil Dead from 2013, which you have not seen. For the I love of God, seen. Jesse, watch I this know, movie. No, I know. Oh my gosh, it is oh so good. The practical effects are flawless. I'm this gonna... literally okay, because the Evil Dead's in the past, especially two in Army of Darkness, had comedic effect. Uh, the original Evil Dead, they were trying to make it scary, and you know just. They didn't have the the budget and everything to make it scary. The effects were still good. And honestly, when I was a kid and saw the original Evil Dead, it scared me. But uh, Feed, I believe his name's Feed Alvarez, if I said that correctly. I know his last name's Alvarez. But anyways, uh, he basically was like, okay, let's uh, let's make remake the first one. But actually make it scary and make it up to date and let's not make it comedic like it turned out to be let's make it the scariest goriest thing that you've ever seen and it worked this is by far one of the best remakes ever made i don't care what people say and a lot of people would agree with me so i'm glad on that but i know uh People will hate me to say this, but sometimes I prefer watching this remake more than the old Evil Dead films. Like I, and I love Army of Darkness. I love Evil Dead too. I love Ash versus Evil Dead, and I love the original OG Evil Dead film. I love those movies. Ash is a classic. 
he, no one can top him. But this remake, just quality-wise, is so special. They put so much care into this movie, and I cannot just stress enough how much it means to me on a personal level. It's just, God, I remember when I first saw that trailer, I was like, this movie is going to be one of the best movies I've ever seen. And it was. It was. I remember I've jumped several times in that movie. I watched it and I was like, oh my God, this is sick. Like disgusting sick, but I loved it. Ah, Jesse. Yes. Please watch this movie. I'm going to have to. I will. You need to. I'm begging you. It is so good. I know. I will. Don't worry. I will. (laughs) But those are our top five favorite remakes of all time. Yes. I hope you all liked those remakes Uh, and let us know what your favorite remakes are because the next question of the week is what is your favorite remake? Yeah. Because we really want to know. I would like to know and we'll share it on next week's episode. Yes. Um, Just a little... Just a little spoiler, but I'm not oh going to spoil it all the way. <laughs> oh Next God. week's episode oh is going to be so good. I cannot wait so for good. this episode. But we are giving our first interview yes. with someone. Yes. And it is someone I uh, truly respect. And admire. Uh, yes. Sh- yes. She is a wonderful person. I yes. can't wait to speak to her soon. And I think you all are really going to enjoy this interview. Yes. Um, I think so, too. Oh, my God. Ah, it's going to be great. Um, and that's all I'll say there, because yes, I really want you all that. to uh, be shocked and to see it, because uh, the film she was in is becoming a huge cult classic. It yeah. is growing. Um, they're, I will just say they're working on a sequel. Yes, and it's fabulous. And that is all I will say. Yeah. Yes. I loved yes. the original movie. Mm-hmm. I loved the first one. Yep. Uh, it is very special. And uh, we'll just leave it at that. We're leave it uh, that yeah. Stay tuned for that. It's going to be so awesome. I cannot wait. Yes. But we are a part of the Slash and Cast podcast network. Uh, please check out the other shows after you get done listening to ours, such as Make Every Death Count, We Came From Beneath the Sea, Dead in Santa Carla, and a... Uh, it's more of a group podcast because a lot of us join in on this one, but it's called A Little Mad Podcast. That one is awesome. We le- read unproduced and uh, unused movie scripts. And this Saturday, because our episode will be Friday, uh, this Saturday is going to be a unused script of Scream 5. It was fan-made originally, but then uh, claimed and had a copyright to it. Uh, so it looked like it was it was good, and I recommend anyone uh, that is a fan of Scream to listen to this episode because it is such a good script. Uh, there is, you know, like we said in the episode, there's definitely some things that need some tweaking, but it it had promise in it, and uh, I cannot wait for you all to hear that. Uh, if you all need to reach us, you can email us at the silver screen scream show at gmail.com or you can message us on Facebook or Twitter. 
follow follow our Twitter, follow our Facebook, leave us a five star review and do not do anything lower than that because five star is what we are. Damn, that rhymed. I'm like a rapper or something now. Yeah. Shit. Okay, here uh, we go. Uh, uh, and and <laughs> am I missing anything? Oh yeah, you are. Sorry. Oh my gosh. Okay. And as always, listeners, stay scary. Stay scary.